Welcome to the That's a Good Point podcast. This is Dion here with John. Buckle up because today we will discuss a fantastic tool. Ticket or ticket? <laughs> you can use to determine an order in your list and ultimately declare a best in class or so, we'll say. We'll use our matrix, sometimes called the prioritizing grid, and make good points to try and persuade each other to vote for the things we like. Today will actually be a little different as we're going to let you in on the results of six lists that we've already ranked and share our good points. So you won't hear an actual demonstration of the matrix being used. So if you're new, first of all, welcome and thanks for listening. Welcome. But I would recommend going Ooh, back. What language was that? Um, the, good, the good one. German. Ah. So go back and listen to one of our so podcasts, cool. uh, one of our past episodes and see what this is all about and how we do it. Uh, we're also looking for feedback and ideas for lists. Some of these today that we're gonna that we have ranked are actually suggestions from fans. Yeah, so very true. Let us know via Twitter at that's a good point one. Point. No T at the end of point. Uh, but speaking of our loyal listeners, how about the pointers out there? Uh, shout out to our pointer of the week, Clint J. Dockendorf. Ah, thank you, Clint. Clint. Pointer, pointer of the week. week. Pointer of the week. There it's we a go. it's a great honor. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our last few episodes, you're going to want to go check those out. In our last episode, we ranked the best months to watch sports. Um, it was pretty obvious that we're college basketball fans. What? We knew that going in. I wonder, is it is that one where we should have maybe brought in a guest host who was a hockey or more of like a baseball fanatic or something like that? Why bring someone in who's wrong? <laughs> good point, good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Hey, it's I, our podcast. That's right. <laughs> if you don't like college basketball, get your own podcast. <laughs> All right. So like I mentioned earlier, we're going to rank six different lists today. We decided these lists were either things uh, were things that we do, do want to rank. We did want to rank them. Um, but maybe they wouldn't take us very long, or they maybe are a little too specialized, maybe uh, not for a broad audience. We thought, yeah. let's rank them and then talk just a little bit about each one. That way they don't take up the whole episodes. I think we have a good mix of like some general things and then also some very specific things that some yeah. of you may not appreciate, but some of you really might appreciate. And it them. might cause them to go out and check these things out, you know, yeah. depending on what we're talking about. There you about, go. You so know? if you're like, I don't know much about that, well, here's a chance to go expand your horizons. Horizons. So anyway, uh, we'll share our rankings. We'll talk a little bit about it and share the good points that we've made during the pre-rankings. So without further ado... Here's the list that we ranked. First of all, soda flavors. Everybody knows soda flavors. Soda pop. Chips. And these were all kinds of chips. So we got some nacho cheese. We got some potato. All different kinds of chips. Yep. We, uh, this was a fan suggestion, convenience stores or gas stations in our area. Um, One of my, this my favorite list here is characters from The Wire. So if you've not seen the show The Wire, you're missing out. Carve out some time. It's a yep. classic. It's a great show. Top fiver for sure. Uh, here's another one. Songs from the Weezer Blue Album. And when I've mentioned this to people, I, we're not going to do a whole show on this because everyone I've talked to said, I really like that album. I like those songs. And so maybe it was a mistake not doing a full it's episode. It's a very iconic album, I think. Is that the I definitive think. kind of best Weezer album? I mean, you guys, are, you know Weezer better than I sure. do for sure. But, but I, you know, it came out when I was in college and it, I 
it's probably my favorite, but that has the you know the sentimental and value that the timing of it was probably. But sure, I know I've owned two copies of it because the first one sat on the the first CD sat on the dashboard of the car way too long, and <laughs> yeah. pretty much disintegrated. Yep, right. Uh, and then we'll finish up with some NFL throwback uniforms. Mm. So, if any of these lists are not in your wheelhouse, just check out our description. We've included the time so you can fast forward to the lists in which you are interested. So, without further ado, should we get to ranking some lists? Let's do this. All yeah, right. Buddy. So, the first list we ranked was sodas. Are you sure it's not pop? Pop, soda pop, sorry. <laughs> On our list, we had Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper, Cherry Coke, Sprite, Root Beer, and Grape Soda. And our final rankings were in number six, Sprite. Number five, Root Beer, which lost to number four in a tiebreaker, Mountain Dew, one head-to-head. Three was Cherry Coke. And number two, losing in a tiebreaker to number one, was Grape Soda. Our overall champion in the sodas was Dr. Pepper. John, the soda division champion. John, thoughts on this one? So, I my favorite out of all of those is Cherry Coke. I ranked it fairly high. Um, I like Cherry Pepsi as well. Sure. But cherry Coke, I think, is just your... Um, classic drink. I like it in like the soda fountain where, where you get like the real grenadine put into oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's a real cherry flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have a very similar Sprite story that I'll let you dive into a little okay. bit sure. um, when it gets around to your turn. Um, Great pop, you said was second. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of that. I'm a little surprised it finished that high, um, but it's a very solid. That's a very solid list overall. Do you have a grape? Pop brand preference. preference, like Crush, Sunkiss, you know, uh, Welch's. To me, they're all pretty yeah. good. High V grape pop. Yeah. I, I know that uh, we've right gone to the old hometown market to the soda machines and we're like, let's get a grape soda. What kind? Well, there was three different kinds. So we took them home and had a little taste test. And I want to say that Welch's maybe one. No, Sunkissed one. Sunkissed, Welch's, and... Um... Uh, I just said it earlier. Sunkissed Welch's. <laughs> what was the one I just said? Yeah, you just said it. I did just oh say it. Oh, my goodness. Ah, crush. 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 Thank crush. you. Yes, it was Crush. Woo! Um, yeah. But, I, yeah, I don't have a preference there either. Sorry, I interrupted you. But, no, that's fine. That's fine. We added a uh, senior moment. Even Irv was in on the senior moment there. Root, root beer, I, I think. I'm going to this wasn't paying attention that close that's a senior thing <laughs> wake up Irv. Root beer, i would definitely say i'm an a and w fan number one. Oh, a and w sure yeah i know some people like the barks i like dad's root dad's beer. root beer okay that's a very good one but i will say if you, you go to a and w restaurant and get the tap root beer mm. fantastic very Heck good. yeah yeah irv any thoughts on the rankings so, uh, you're a little different than the two of us. Yeah, so you're I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big dark pop guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll drink it. I, yeah. it's, it's not like an anti-dark pop, not saying that I'll just, given the choice, I generally choose the lighter pop. So for me, Sprite, uh, Mountain Dew would have been my top one. Sprite would have been my number two on a personal level. Um, grape was my number three personally. Um, and yeah, growing up it was, you know, we'd get like, John, you mentioned Hee Haw for the... Hy-Vee brand or the whatever or there was uh, and then Hillbilly, Hillbilly Holler, Holler is the is fairway. fairway oh yeah I love, so, yeah. I love me some Hillbilly Holler we get the you know those store brands of the of the grape of of Sprite of of Mountain Dew as well but uh, you know I you know so I'm I'm a little I guess disappointed maybe is the word on the rankings but um, yeah Dr Pepper is my least favorite and maybe I just need to go have it again but 
I can't tell you the last time I had a Dr. Pepper. I was probably really, really young. but I would say Diet Dr. Pepper is my top diet pop yep. soda because Agreed. it tastes pretty much the same. Agreed. I yeah. think I just need to have it again sometime. N- another side point is pop in a glass bottle is by far the oh. best way to have it. Sure. Yes, yes. And maybe you're probably a little too young to remember Dr. Pepper out of a glass bottle. Oh, it was so, so good. good. Fantastic. Fair enough. Um, I have to admit... I, I must have been a good salesman and made a lot of good points because this is my order. This list would be wow. my order. I, I could flip-flop grape, soda, and cherry Coke. Those could, uh, But I happened to vote for grape just this few minutes ago, so that's what I went with. Um, talk about the Sprite story. and why, I don't mind Sprite. It's, it's fine. But John and I have a similar experience when we were kids. If you had a tummy ache, we're a little sick. Mom gave you some crackers and some 7-Up or Sprite. And so drinking that, if just plain, reminds me of being sick. So I know I'm younger than you sure. guys, but I mean that was a remedy growing up for me as well. So I just, okay. it didn't turn me away though. Right, you just enjoyed being sick, or well, yeah, I just, <laughs> stay home from school. Yeah, heck yeah, party! <laughs> All right. Next up, we have some chips, and with chips we went kind of all over the board here. So our list of chips is oh, Fritos scoops. Taco Doritos, salt and vinegar kettle chips. So we're going kettle chips right here. Yes. Little got to be kettle chips, not little, just yeah. Little crunchy regular chips. Yep. Yeah. Little, uh, crunchy Cheetos, regular Cheetos, sour cream and cheddar. We went with Lay's. I like the ridged ones, so that's what I was thinking when I ranked. Oh, them. really? Because I, I was thinking the very flimsy, thin Lay's ones that crack. No, I was thinking fingers. the the wavy ones that little, you can put a little dip on if you wanted. Uh, what were you picturing, Irv? I was picturing the ones Peterson oh. was saying, so... Oh. Huh. Yeah. We were picturing different things. Interesting. And number six, Funyuns, uh, which far outsell responsibility ends. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And our rankings were number six, the Funyuns came in. Number five, the Sour Cream and Cheddar Lays. Number four, Cheetos. Number three, the Fritos Scoops. Number two, Taco Doritos. And number one, Salt and Vinegar Chips. And so as I go through this, uh, one, two, three, four are my top four. Actually, this is pretty close to my order. I could go back and forth between taco Doritos and salt and vinegar. I could probably go back and forth between the Fritos and the Cheetos there at one and two and three and four. But um, we included taco Doritos and not nacho cheese Doritos. Yeah, we're very specific. Specific. So if you've not had the taco Doritos, you need to go out and try those. Do they you, sell so many types now. Do you remember, John, or this is probably before your time, when Doritos bags had the, antiques. The, the clear window on the front and you yeah. could see the... Yeah. You, so you could check out the seasoning level of the Doritos yep. before you bought them and that was... They had that on every bag of Doritos, Yes, you did. It's, the Taco Doritos were just amazing. But and now they, they took the Taco Doritos bag and they put the circle on it so they did. it looks yeah, like it looks the like window, it. Yep. but it's not the window because <laughs> yeah. that's probably not cool anymore. Right, yeah, there's got to be something wrong with that, I'm supposing, but I don't know. Yeah, cellophane, who cares? Yeah. Uh, John, what do you think of the list here? Um, so for this one, I definitely had a top three and a bottom three. For me, my top three, in no particular order, would have been the Taco Doritos, Salt and Vinegar Kettle Chips, and Crunchy Cheetos. Sure. Um, Taste-wise, I love the Crunchy Cheetos, but you know the little residue you get on your fingers can be a little annoying from time to time. <laughs> um, so Salt and Vinegar Kettle Chips, I think, would have been my number one. And they were our number one. Nice. Um, you know, you just get that tangy, 
oh, flavor. Yeah. Great to have with just a sandwich, a regular sandwich oh, yeah. on a couple slices of bread and some kettle chips with salt and good vinegar seasoning. Good stuff. Um, Frito Scoops. I know you guys are a fan. I'm a fan. I don't. I like the scooping thing. Like if I my bet my go to scooping thing would be the Tostito scoops. Sure. Um, because I'm not a huge fan of the Fritos taste. Um, There's some but, sturdiness to a Frito scoop uh, yeah. that you don't get in a to, in a Tostito. That's scoop. a good point. Um, so. They can probably get a little extra layer of bean dip or guacamole. And, guacamole. Uh, guacamole. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I mean, they're good, but I think I definitely had it into two different tiers of three. Sure. Yeah, this order ended up being exactly the order I had um, in pre-production here. Um, salt and vinegar I went with because of the taste. Um, taco Doritos, same thing. But, you know, John, talking about the Fritos, I, yeah, for me, the big thing with the Fritos is just you can scoop so much with them. Um, with the scoops. What's your favorite thing to scoop with the Frito scoops? Oh, man. Oof. If you could only pick one dip, what is it? I have to say, so you talked about Tostito Skips. Skips? Scoops. Tostito Scoops is what we're talking about here. I'm a salsa guy. Scoop-a-loop. I'm a salsa or guacamole guy with that. But when I think of Frito Scoops, I'm going like a queso or a cheese dip is my favorite to put in there. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Um, Salsa, guacamole, any of it. Sour cream, the flavored sour cream dips are all good, but... um, yeah, I gotta go with like a nacho dip, like a cheese. Case I think we might have found another quick six list. Yeah, absolutely. With the dips. The dips. The dips. Yeah. No, I I was a hundred percent on board with this list and the rankings we went with. Rock and roll, man. Our next list that we rated was gas stations and convenience stores, and we went with ones that are close by near us here in Iowa. So we have Come and Go, Casey's. Quick Star, that's Quick Star with a K. Quick Trip with a Q. <laughs> so confusing. Sparky's One Stop and then Get and Go. Come and Go has over 400 stores in 11 states, but mostly Iowa. They are based, their headquarters is in Des Moines. Casey's uh, is the juggernaut here, over 2,000 stores in 16 states. I believe they're based in Ankeny, right? They are, so these right are off the, uh, Interstate 35 there. These are the two big ones that are in Iowa. Quick Star with a K, and it's Quick Star in Iowa. It is actually Quick Trip in most other states, but with a K. I um, didn't know that. Yep, over 700 locations, mostly Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa. So if you go to Wisconsin, Minnesota, it's a Quick Trip? Yep, with, with a, a K. K. Yep. But it's the same thing as Quick Star? Yep. Huh. Uh, and I'm... The next one was QT for Quick Trip. There's 833 locations, according to Wikipedia, in the Midwest, where we are, and in the Southeast. Hold on. <laughs> Going back to Quick Star again. Yeah. So did they change that because we already had a Quick Trip? Yep. Huh. So it's not confused with the QT Quick Trip. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason Q, Quick Trip went to or QT, so that they didn't get confused with the Quick Trip with the K. Boys and girls, you learn something every day. Uh, next we had Sparky's One Stop. Now that's a specialized one if you're not from around these parts. There's 27 Western Iowa locations. Uh, they have Sinclair Gas. Usually don't they have like Chester's Chicken? Do most of them have Godfathers or is that just the ones that I know about? I think they're most, God. I think they're Godfathers. I think they might I think have. you're our resident expert on Irv's Sparky's. going to be our Sparky's uh, <laughs> resident expert. But I, everyone I've been to has Godfather's Pizza. That sounds pizza. right. Godfather's Pizza. There is something chicken. really good about getting one of those personal Godfather's Pizzas oh, at the Sparky's. Those are top notch. And the number six is Get and Go. That's a G-I-T-N-Go. By the way, Come and Go is K-U-M-N-Go. So... 
Uh, get and go has 40 locations in Iowa and Illinois. Um, the closest one to us here in Winterset. So, as we rated these, here were our rankings. Number six was the get and go. Number five, QT. Number four, Quick Star. Number three, Sparky's one stop. Number two, Come and Go, and the winner, Casey's. So, Irv, you start us off. Tell us about how you feel about these rankings. Not too far off from what I had. Um, Casey's was my number one. Um, growing up with that, where I you know grew up and also just moving here to Earlham, um, yeah, Casey's is, like you said, the juggernaut. They have a lot more of the, the funding to put into that, and I feel like, like they just have a more kind of, I don't know, not upper class or whatever, like, but just their uh, their marketing is a little better than some of the others. Come and Go would be the next closest one, I think, sure. in that. Now, Sparky's was my number two, which would probably be the other end of that spectrum because, like you said, there's only 27, 27 of them. But I Sparky's, for me, was six miles to the west of Bagley and then 15 miles away and got through center two, and there was some definitely um, some late-night runs to both of those <laughs> gas stations just to get... You know, you're you're hungry. You just get into that the the food there, in the Absolutely. warmer, whether it's the pizza, or the cream cheese wontons, or whatever, or yeah. the Chester's chicken, or whatever. So yeah, I love Sparkies, and, and they always uh, seem to have a really good variety of stuff too. And they've also got you know some cheapness on some of the essentials in life. So all I'll right, just that's good. Leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> John, your thoughts? So, growing up, I wasn't really around any of these. In Davenport, we didn't have any of them. Casey's, you could see every now and then, but you had to get out to Eldridge or uh, <laughs> somewhere like that. Walcott would have them. Clarence had one. Oh, Clarence had one? Yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, does, when I we think. went to the gas station, we went to the Shell station to the Amico. Right. And that was to get gas and uh, pop and bottles. Right. Um, but, you know, once I... College, we used to make uh, runs over to QT when we were studying at the library Yes, we studied a little bit. Um, we'd run across the street to get some coffee or some Mountain Dew and then come back to keep studying. But really for me, Casey's, when I came out to the Des Moines area and Casey's started to expand into um, bigger cities too, that um, Casey's Pizza is so good. It is. And Fantastic. I also am a fan of Casey's Coffee. Just their straight-up regular black coffee I think is really, really good. Um, not to say some of these other ones don't have good food because, I mean, Irv, you already talked about some of the great food at Sparky's. Um, Come and Go's food is all right. I like Quick Star's desserts that they have and kind of their homemade stuff. Um, but for me, Casey's is, is top-notch, top-line. Not a huge fan of their new logo, but I also don't care that much. Sure. Well, and we have a Casey's here in Earlham, so you got to go with the hometown, and I'm happy that it won. But I don't know that it's my favorite. John, I'm like you in that I didn't grow up around any of these. I grew up in the sticks in rural Iowa. I'm an antique, and so there was the 66, there was the 76, there was the <laughs> Am- get confused. There was the Amico, uh, and then there, there was the country store, and they all had gas and, like you said, essentials. You went there to get beef jerky, soda, and a bottle, and, and maybe a lottery scratch-off ticket when <laughs> Iowa started the lottery. But uh, So my first real exposure to any of these is actually the Quick Star. I went to college in northern Iowa, and it actually, like I said, was Quick Trip. They changed to Quick Star so that hmm. there wasn't any confusion with QT. And so that's one of my favorites. But I'm, I'm happy with how this went. Um, and you talk about selection of food. 
I'm not saying it's good food, but Come and Go has a big selection of food. They got a lot of those with the taquitos, the roller. Taquito, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or anything on the, rollers. The good. roller dogs and the you know, the Polish sausage. I mean, they got. And so when I think of like late night food that's been sitting out too long, but I'm going to go ahead and eat it anyway. That I think of I think of Come and Go. So I sure. think Come and Go has the best selection of candy bars, also. Interesting. I think they have huh. a larger selection of candy bars than and the what rest a, of these. What is it? The for reals? The little milkshake? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Gum and Go has those. I, I, I don't get them a lot, but my kids like them, so we I mean we get them every now and then. But all right, good list there. Yeah, good way talk. To, way to go, fellas. For our next list, we are going to rank some characters from the show The Wire. Uh, the Wire was on HBO, what, 2002 about to 2008? Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. There were five seasons. I feel like there was a year where they didn't have a they season. Had, they had like a year and a half off in the middle of it. So every time, whether it was after season three, four, or five, well, five, obviously, that was the end. But after season three, they thought that was the end of the show. And then after season four, they thought that might be the end of the sure. show. So they kept getting renewed, and it never really became a hit until you got a cult after following it. afterwards. Yeah, and it's still con- it's now considered to be one of the best TV shows ever. Well, it is on, one of the best TV shows. Early ever. on, it would have been competing with Sopranos, right? I mean, because Sopranos would have been, been on at the same time. Yeah, I think it was the tail end of Sopranos, and Cause Sopranos would have been early two thousands, right? Was it, yeah. was it Oz or something? And it was on after that or something like that? Or I don't remember a lot of details. That sounds Sorry. right. We, but we probably should have researched this. But kind the of wire stuff. is. For sure, top fiver show all time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for me, for all three of us, The Wire, and so well, Steph. That's where we <laughs> <laughs> we could. That's why we could do a whole episode on this, but right. we don't know how many of our pointers out there are big fans of The Wire. So this is a mini list. So for if us. any of you pointers are Wire fans, let us know, and we can easily put together a whole Wire episode. Yeah, you bet. S- Sopranos went went ninety nine to 07. Yeah. Well, there's definitely overlap. I yeah. just don't. But the same network, it's not like it competed no, against it in terms. What of, I'm saying is though, like if you're a person, the average just TV watcher, like I realize they're not competing side by side time wise, but like The Sopranos was such a big deal as a show, like they might have got hooked on that and not as and been say, like I'm not going to dedicate an hour to The Wire since I already right. watched The That's, Sopranos. And maybe I'm sure. wrong when I no, say I, that. No, I, I can see that. That's a good point. That's a so good point. I, Anyway, we have six characters from The Wire that we ranked. They are Omar, Omar Little, the gangster, Jimmy McNulty, Lester Freeman, William Bunk Moreland, just call him Bunk, and then Howard Bunny Colvin. And number six is Bubbles. Is Reginald? Like Reginald. Reginald. Reginald Cousins, Bubbles. Yes. So our final rankings when we did this, we actually ended up with a three-way tie for fourth, so they all kind of took turns beating each other. So that means there was no lucky charms. There was no lucky charms. A three-way tie for fourth. It was Bubbles, Bunny, and Lester, and we had good conversations. We all found a lot of good things about these three guys. Number three, McNulty. Number two, Bunk, and our number one character from The Wire. We decided was Omar. Um, thoughts on this one, John? This is a really tough list, and, and we in our discussion, we came up with another half dozen characters that could have oh, easily sure. yep. been included in here. Yep. Um, I just referenced one with a quote not too long ago, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Barksdale. Most deaf. Um, I think this one, Omar, is such an iconic character. Um, 
I love my favorite Omar scene is at the beginning of one of the episodes in season three when him and brother Muzone have the showdown in the street. Oh yeah, and they're talking about the guns and 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 the way they speak is just classic. It's it's I don't know how to really explain it, but they they right. just talk to each other. They're two guys that will kill anybody, but they have this very profound conversation at the same time. Yeah. Um, and Omar's a real conflicted person. Like I, I love the fact that he lives by a code. Lives by the code. He's not going to get people involved and kill people to kill people. It's because they wronged him somehow in right. the game. Um, McNulty, I love just because he's that conflicted cop that kind of has these big ups and downs, peaks and valleys throughout the show. Um, but always seems to find his way back to make a good contribution to things. You can say that about pretty much every Wire character. There's yeah. a lot of depth to them. They're all flawed, but most of them flawed in a way that you still root for them and like them. Not all of them. I mean, some of them you just don't like. But... And that's one of the things about The Wire and also with The Sopranos. It's kind of hard to determine who the good guy right. is Absolutely. who the bad guy is because you find yourself rooting for all different types of people. Right, And, and for me... I sometimes am conflicted by shows that you can't tell who the good guy and the bad guy is. But I I don't like the shows where you can't tell when I don't like any of the characters. Whereas this one, I don't know who the good guys or bad guys are, but I tend to like all the characters for their flaws and depth. And I think you can say that about a lot of these guys. Yeah. Irv, what do you think of the rankings? I <clears throat> personally, I very good. You know, with the rankings. Um, first, I want to say thank you to John for. Uh, Getting me started on watching The Wire. Yeah, I wouldn't oh, yeah. have watched it without him, uh, you know, handing the DVDs he had uh, off to me. So, DVDs! You, know, you kids out there, what DVDs! You, DVDs, what are you, Angie? <laughs> we worked out a good trade. I gave you The Wire, you gave me The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. But Omar, for I me... I just want to point out, the first time I ever watched an episode of The Wire was on VHS, but go ahead. No. <laughs> Omar, for me, is far and away my favorite, and it's because I, I find myself, when I watch any TV show, really drawn to what I consider to be the anti-hero. And um, that idea of that character that's maybe, you know, not exactly the good guy, but certainly not the bad guy either. You know, Omar lives by this code. He's not going to necessarily go after, the you know, the innocent bystander. He's going to go take someone down that decided to be in the game. Mm-hmm. And... You know, he's not... I, I, I just like that about him because um, I think that he brings a balance to the whole deal because he might be going after someone the same as the cops are and it gets the bad guy off the streets. Um, but he also... I, I don't know. It just It's such an interesting dynamic. And so I, I enjoy that about him. I did not enjoy... And I won't say anything too much about it. I did not enjoy his ending in the, in, in the show or how the show ended for him. Um, but I'll, that's all I'll say about that. Um, as far as Bunk, I like him as, you know, kind of being the, uh, someone that McNulty can always bounce things off of. He's his best friend and goes and... He's a cool customer. Talks to him when yeah. he's too drunk there by the train tracks or by the whatever, and, and they, you know, they get into some trouble, but I, I enjoy, I enjoy Bunk as well. They kind of put, uh, Jameson Whiskey on the map, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lester... It's not just for St. Patrick's Day anymore. <laughs> And then Lester, I you know, I to me was a good good figure as well, kind of a father figure to you some bet. of those guys. Yeah, um, I was honestly surprised by McNulty finishing third, because uh, going into this, I 
could have voted Bubbles, Bunny, and Lester over him, but at any given time, there were good points made, and I did pick him a few times over those guys. My favorite character of these is probably Bunk, but I have no problems with Omar ranking number one. Um, one thing we talked about in our discussion, Lester, I really like his character arc in season one, because at first you think he's maybe not the greatest cop, and he's just going to sit there and collect his paycheck and paint his little dollhouse furniture, and then he he starts doing detective work, and by the end of the season you realize he's a great cop, he's a good detective. Very good. And, and uh, he, he's, he's true police. He's true police. police. He's good police. <laughs> and, and he's a good dude. You know what I mean? And then, and then you get that by... So that all built up in season one. Like you said, they never knew when the last episode would be. So that was a great character arc in season one. But for me, I feel like then he kind of plateaued. Then he was just Lester and he was cool and I liked him. But that didn't really grow for me. And maybe I'm missing something and just not thinking of it right now as we talk about this. But sure. that's why I ranked him a little lower. Uh, John, you love Bunny. Talk about him a little bit. The thing... Bunny doesn't show up. I think he makes his first appearance, a very minor role in season three. No. Two. 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 And then he has a huge role yep. in season he's three and season four, in season four and even four. into season five. Yep. Um, so season two, he's introduced and he's a, um, a major on the Western District. So he's running that show and um, decides, hey, rather than fight these guys on the corner selling heroin... We're going to go ahead and legalize it and put them in this one little area. And we're going to call it Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Side note, it was originally called Amsterdam. And then someone started, someone on the show started calling it Amsterdam. So then they started to change everything in the scripts and in the titles of the really? episodes. Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. That's a good point. Um, but I mean, he, he, I like, I appreciate him because he was going to be, try to be that cop that does. What he thinks is the right thing, even if it's not what his superiors think is right. Right. And he went for it, he did it, and he had no regrets. And I really enjoy his um, character in season four when he starts to get into the schools and try to figure out what it is about these kids. How can we try to save these kids a little bit before Mm -hmm. they turn into those kids? More of a preemptive strike, yeah. Yeah, and he really takes on a different role that I like cool connection here in fall of 2003 my wife and i went to baltimore for a little vacation mm-hmm. we went to baltimore and washington dc we went to fort mchenry uh national historic landmark and we we're trying to get there and this road was closed down and we kind of just stopped and asked why is this road closed oh we're filming a tv show here and it was it was the wire so they did film a lot of scenes they on location most of it yeah. in baltimore and so it was actually filmed in baltimore so. And they went down into the, because I'm, I'm reading a book about it, um, really good book, um, but they get into all of that and that they actually did a lot of the filming on the streets, in the row houses, where there were drug dealers just coming around watching them film this thing. Yep. Hey, if you haven't seen The Wire, yeah, you, need you to maybe you, highly recommend maybe you can't tell, but we're all three huge fans, so get oh, out man. there and watch The Wire. Next up, we are going to rank songs from the Weezer Blue album. This is a very kind of specific topic. Uh, and the, the people that I've talked to and said, hey, we're going to do this, have mentioned that they would actually listen to a whole episode on this. And after our discussion, uh, maybe maybe we could have. Um, there's only 10 tracks on the Weezer Blue album. So ones that got Ten left... good tracks. Ones that got left off, Only in Dreams, Holiday... 
the world has turned and left me here and no one else. I will say no one else is probably a top two or three for That's me. That's a good song. That got, that got left off. Um, I like The World Has Turned and Left Me Here, but it, isn't that like a really long one? No, that's not a long one. Uh, Only in Dreams Only is in Dreams is long. Only in Dreams is a really long song and, and slower. But yeah. um, so there isn't a bad song on here. So the six we settled on then, My Name is Jonas, The Sweater Song, Buddy Holly, Surf Wax America, In the Garage, and Say It Ain't So. Um, the Sweater Song is also called Undone, by the way. So, um, And our final rankings ended up being number six. Say it ain't so. Number five, Buddy Holly, which was maybe one of their bigger commercial hits. Yep. Number four, My Name is Jonas. Number three, Undone, The Sweater Song. Number two, Surf Wax America. And the one we voted number one using The Matrix was actually In the Garage. So That surprised me a little bit. Me too. And I really like that song. Pleasantly surprised. I, once again, as we were doing this, I realized I am comfortable with any one of these and you can go ahead and throw no one else in there. I'm, I'm comfortable with any one of those seven songs being number one. So, Dion, since you're kind of our resident expert on Weezer, <laughs> I think you should go first on this one. Okay. Um, Maybe explain why you're the expert on this. Uh, I've seen Weezer in concert a few times. Um, I was in college when these this album came out, and I just probably have listened to it a few thousand times. And I, and I don't know if that's an exaggeration. Maybe. Doesn't sound like one. Yeah, yeah so... Now, if I had said a million, that would be an exaggeration. One million dollars. Yeah. Um, in the garage, though, it's just kind of a nerdy song, and talks about how you know, he feel in the garage. He feels safe, right? Um, He's played his Dungeons and Dragons. And yeah. Hanging out with his posters of rock stars from the band Kiss. Uh, Surf Wax America. I just love that song. It's got a good guitar riff. Um, and John, you mentioned this when we were talking about it. It kind of slows down and then gets back to rocking real quick. The Sweater Song and, and Buddy Holly are both classics. I think those are probably their more commercial favorites. I was in a band back in the day. I played the bass guitar. No big deal. Shout out Slap to Valhalla. Yeah, Slap it kind, kind of a big deal. Uh, but we played the Undone, the Sweater Song. And so, um, believe it or not, you've probably heard me try to sing a few weeks ago when we did. But I am I used to be able to carry a tune just enough to sing some harmony on the mic. But... Um, my Name is Jonas is the first track on the album. Yep. And so it has a special place in that when you put it in and hear that little guitar lick to start the song, like you get excited. Like It's like hearing the start of the Star Wars theme and you hear the da and you like and you, So I get goosebumps when I hear My Name is Jonas. Hmm. But it also, I, I could, I'm fine with other songs taking over that. And then Say It Ain't So, John, you have a more special place for that one, so you can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, Say It Ain't So, that one takes me back. Uh, did Ragbri many years, and we might have had a bus. and uh, That's the best way to do it. Yeah, why not? And the bus always became the place that we would crank up the music and sing a lot of songs at night. And uh, one of uh, your bandmates... Yeah, he, he, was, he was in Valhalla. Yeah, one of you his bandmates, Ryan, Ryan Harms, was in Shout Valhalla. Shout out to Harms. I hope you listen to the podcast. Buddy. You're going to have to know where the podcast where to find it. Um, but he would always get the guitar out on Ragbri and start playing songs, and we would all sit there and sing along with them. And this is one that, uh, Say It Ain't So, is one that I remember belting out pretty good almost every night, it seemed like. <laughs> um, sometimes more than once in an evening. Uh, Buddy Holly, I like the song. 
I think I like the music video oh, yeah. better with the the whole um, happy days. happy days type thing. The video is cool. Video it was is really really, cool. really neat. Yeah. Um, so if I was ranking them on the video, well, I think only three of them maybe have a video. Yeah, I'm not um, sure I've ever seen a surf wax but, video. But uh, Buddy Holly would definitely get the nod there. It's probably one of my favorite videos from that era. Yeah. Um, but I like in the garage surf wax America as well. But all are quality songs, um, and I I would also make the argument no one else in the world has turned and left me here that those are really good songs too. you bet Irv? so i'm the weezer novice of the trio here i do love weezer i do but i probably got hooked on to the more commercially you know prominent ones probably early on um actually the the song that got me into weezer the year is 2007 the video game dude, guitar dude, hero dude. so there Three. i was <laughs> three comes out and my name is Jonas is on oh, yeah. Guitar Hero Three, and we start playing that song. Like, What's I, this? And I loved it, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go check Weezer out some more." So then I started diving into that, and again, because of that, you know, you get on YouTube, you know, whatever, it probably leads you more to the the one that has more views. I don't know that I've you know got to dive in deeper with some of the um, other Weezer songs on the Blue Album or any album for that matter um, until later on in life, and so. Um, that would be probably why my list looks, or my ranking looks very different than how it yeah. ended up, which is okay. Well, like, like I said, you throw no one else in there and, and you can just, just pull them out of a hat and I would have been happy with how they finished because it's a great album, great band, great songs. I can't think of too many albums from that era that are better from beginning to end. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. And that's something we don't get today anymore, really. Right. So you you kids are missing out. That's a, that is a good point, though. Like nobody listens to That's a, a full point. album all the way through. Um, it's not hardly a thing anymore. I mean, even at my age, that was it was trailing off as I yeah. was. Um, you know, I can remember listening to albums all the way through or CDs, but yeah, it was going away as I was growing. And, and this album's one like when one song ends, you could just the next song is coming and yep, you know what that yep. song is and it leads right into it and right. it makes sense. When my name is Jonas is done, I'm ready for no one else to come up next. I mean, that's just what how my mind works because sure. you listen to the album straight through. Yeah. So was, This was a good list, fellas. I liked it. Good work. Good work. For our last list, uh, we rank some NFL throwback uniforms. So these are ones that aren't the main uniforms anymore. But you may see in a, in a throwback game. I haven't seen any throwback games so far this season. Have you they're guys? just trying to have games. I think they're just yeah. They think they're just happy to have games, and so maybe you not see these as much. But we have the old Buccaneers cream sickle. And by the way, we're going full on like old uniform. So not just the uniform being that light cream sickle, but then the helmet has the winking Buccaneer with the feather in his mouth, right? Uh, second is the orange Broncos uniforms, and this is the. The, the, the bright orange and then the, the blue helmets that, that aren't the navy blue, but like the royal blue. And then you've got the letter D for Denver with the snorting horse sticking his... Snorting horses. His, his, then the powder blue chargers uniforms, classics with the... They brought those quite a, back quite a bit yeah. in like the late 90s, I think it was. Or yeah, maybe even, even the 2000s, 2000s yeah. And so LT. we were picturing these, the white helmets with the yellow lightning bolt, which I think maybe might even be their main helmets now. Yeah, I think so. Uh, then we had the Red Patriots, and so we're picturing, if you've seen Super Bowl twenty, one of the best Super Bowls ever, <laughs> the uniforms they wore, so they like the bright red jersey, and you got the, the Patriot snapping the ball through his legs. So, uh, And then we have the 
light green Eagles jersey. The helmet here is like that silver uh, Eagle wings on the helmets, and then the lighter green probably go back to Super Bowl 15 when the Eagles. Oh, Jaws. Yep, Ron Jaworski was at quarterback there. I think Herm Edwards played on that team, yep. didn't he? He was a cornerback. Yeah, and he was playing to win the game, I believe. Uh, and then you the last, you, do. you play to win the game. Yeah, and then the last one is the powder blue Oilers. So that oil rig on the helmet, and as we mentioned, we we're going with powder blue here. But John and I both appreciate just their plain white uniforms with blue pants. Their white uniforms look pretty slick. Yep. So the final rankings that we had here, the Eagles jersey ended up six. The fifth were the powder blue Chargers. Uh, there was a tie, but broken and head to head matchups. Fourth with the Oilers and third with the Patriots. We also had a tie for first, but once again, head-to-head. Second was the Broncos, and our favorite uniform was the Creamsicle Buccaneers. Irv, as a Buccaneers fan, uh, did this sway your voting any? Yeah, well, maybe a little bit. But I will say this. I I remind everyone, as cool as the Creamsicle jersey was, they only won like two games. (laughs) Over a 40-year span. In the first couple seasons, they went like, oh, and a million. You know what I mean? No. But they're just really cool. And just FYI, you said he had a feather in his mouth. I believe it was a, a blade, isn't it? A, a, a blade, yes. yes. A blade. I, no, <laughs> the feather was in his hat. Yeah, Sorry. The feather, I, no, I, I wasn't trying to be uh, mean there. Listen to what to, I mean and not what I They were pretty say. soft. That's why they only won a couple of games of right, feathers right. in their mouths. Yeah. No, otherwise, though, this list looks pretty similar to what mine was. I had the Patriots as my second versus the Broncos. And then Broncos were third, Oilers, Chargers, and then the Eagles. Um you know, I know off Mike. We were talking about the the whole Eagles thing. Like, you know, should we pick a different one, or whatever? But I I like that jersey. I'm you not an Eagles fan, but I like that jersey that they have. Um, yes. And then, yeah. But no, I overall was really really okay with this list and loved looking at the throwback jerseys. And I'm looking forward to seeing some more of the teams. Hopefully, you know, do that this season. Maybe I... just have some of the throwback jerseys on. John, any thoughts on this list? Yeah, I was watching the Giants play the other day. And the they Giants had the, on the Giants helmet. on the helmet, yep, and I'm so like, that looks so much better than the NY. Oh, really? I like the NY better. Oh, I like Giants. Okay. And then it got to me thinking, like, why would you name a team the Giants? I don't, and I'm I guessing was, they were connected the, to the baseball I, I missed the team meeting at the same day. time. The committee but anywho, <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of the Oilers jerseys. Yeah. I like the the powder blue with the red and white combination. Um, like you said, the white ones might even be a little bit better, but I like both of those quite a bit. Um, think back to like uh, Warren Moon slinging the football all over the field to Ernest Gibbons and Haywood Jeffries and Drew Hill. Blowing a 35-3 um, lead in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, so that's another. The old Buffalo Bills jerseys could have gone on this they with could the have. white helmet. Old Joe Ferguson or O.J. O.J. Simpson. Yep. Orenthal James. Yep. Um, the Bucks ones, though, I'm perfectly fine with being the top spot. I think those are classic jerseys. Everyone loves the Buccaneers yeah. orange jerseys. Um, they look good. They didn't play good, so that whole <laughs> look good, play good thing doesn't didn't really work. Didn't work out, yeah. Because they've really turned it around since they switched to the red and silver type thing. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think that's a pretty good list. Um, I would put the Eagles at the bottom, so I agree with that. I like the Patriots one. I like the Broncos orange and royal a little bit better. Um, but those, I think, are a very solid two, three, fours between those uh, the yeah. Oilers and the, the Broncos and the Patriots. Yeah. The other thing I'd add here is you know, we struggled to find a six, and we threw the Eagles in there because they're kind of cool. But I think for all three of us, it was a clear sixth place. 
the the old Patriots jerseys, those red ones, and then the the Patriot guy snapping the ball and the helmets. What I remember back in the day, the Patriots were terrible all the time, and they were got kind of good when they switched uniforms. And so I never really cared for them. But then once they got good and started wearing those as throwback uniforms, I look at those and think, man, those are those are really cool. I like I like those. So I like them better as throwbacks than I did back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day when those <laughs> those were the actual one. So I don't know whole whole else, whole else lot to add to this. Speaking hard sometime. Anyway, hey. Run a little bit long, but I think we have uh, time if we do a real quick start one, sit one, cut one. Quick one. And so we did some. We did the mini mini list blitz today. We have six different. What lists. do you call them, John? Uh, the quick six. The quick, quick six. six. We did a quick six today. And so we we've uh, been doing this here show, this podcast for quite a while. Uh, what are your guys's favorite kinds of episodes? So if you can do a start one, sit one, topics. cut one Big with topics. topics, and we'll just say a food. Music, sports. John, you lead us off. I am going to cut the music. Um, while fun, the six minute um, songs over six minutes was fun. I'm going to sneeze. I think. Good luck to you. <coughs> Excuse you. me. May the Lord bless you. Um, so I'm going to cut music. I mean, we've had some good podcasts, but that one I probably don't enjoy quite as much as the other two. I'm going to sit uh, food. And I'm going to start sports because I really like sports and most all sports are fun to talk about. Yep. I'll say this. I, I agree 100% with that order. And I think the reason is because like with music, it really does come down to taste. You know, like when we get into like, you know, when we did our country. Even more than fun, food? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what I meant by that was like as far as picking the best country artist or the best song over seven minutes or whatever, like it really just comes down to what did you listen to a lot, whatever, whatever, you know, it. That one, it's harder to kind of start working towards getting your good points to convince someone to a winner. Right. Um, yeah. What I like about food ones is we normally, well, with the burger one especially, we went and tried burgers ahead of time. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, know, I was, was going to the same thing. But the sports one is kind of the origins of this whole show. I feel like the earliest one, you know... Us ranking things was sports related. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I feel like we ranked a lot of sports. I feel like our earliest ones were sports ones, yeah. and you can throw stats in there, and you could be like, "Well, they won this many things." I mean, that's and, kind of the beginning of when we, before we were even recording, I'm yeah. just sitting in Dion's that's basement. That's what I meant. That's yeah, what I meant by that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I would go sports. Yeah, I'd have the exact same order as as you. And I, I like talking about music. I hope we do more music. Oh, absolutely. Ones in the future. But I, I do think about when we've done food-related ones, we've eaten the foods, and I love eating. And we've talked about, uh, and maybe as a future episode, uh, chain pizza restaurants. Mm. And so I look forward to sitting down with all of you and having some Pizza Hut and Domino's and Papa John's and Little Caesars. I can think and, of worse things. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so I'm getting excited thinking about that. <laughs> so that's why it's got to jump up above music. But once again, I mean, who doesn't love to sit around and talk about sports with the, you know? And, and I feel and like I, that might be the one that we all have of similar knowledge of, too. Yeah. Like, we're all pretty... Knowledgeable we all about watch sports. sports. We're, We're all knowledgeable about food, all too. modern stuff. So you guys definitely have the, the more historical standpoint on the sports, for sure, just because you are antiques. But I mean, <laughs> well, well, John, not yet. But yeah, I'm working for yeah. it. I'm hoping. 
<laughs> growth mindset. He's not there yet. Yes. So, hey, hope you enjoyed this. this quick, quick six. Quick six. The mini episode blitz. Uh, this was, was a fun, fun. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. We'll have to do this again. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think on Twitter at that's a good point one. Point. And we will see you next week. Kevin McLeod. Oh.